OTB GAA Burns was on another planet this year boys like in the first half of the All-Ireland final this year Owen Murphy put a puck out down Burns puts the claw up and puts it back over the bar like subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts OTB AM with Gillette in association with Movember effortless shave magnificent mo. Delighted to say the Shelburne star Alex Kavanagh is in studio with us, fresh from winning the Women's National League title again at the weekend. Morning, Alex. How are you? Good. How are you all? Keeping good. well. Keeping well. Your, your celebrations, no doubt, ongoing. I know you have the, the cup final to come this weekend, so they had to be fairly muted. But did you just get a, a night off to, to enjoy um, it? Yeah, I think we went back to Tolka that night. Um, we had a few drinks. Great place for a party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, not too much because obviously we knew we were playing on the Sunday. Um, so we tried to keep it as little as possible. Is it all to say, Alex? Like you're basically on the razz for the week now, and like we're we're going to be like overcooked on Sunday. We'd be, you know, yeah, we'd be like we've had a long week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now we're trying to play down the chances as much as we can, and <laughs> trying not to drink too much because obviously we know what Lawn are a good team, so mm. we have to stay ready. Yeah, does it make does it make it all the more special, Alex, when you have the the final day coming down the way it was? Like you, you had to win. And Wexford run with a shout, and uh, Athlone run with a shout of winning the league as well. So, uh, w- when the league has come down to a dramatic final day like that, it must make it all the more special because you know you're not. It's not an anticlimax of three or four or five games before the season ends where you know you're going to win. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think like it does put a lot more pressure on you. Um, I don't think it's ever really been like that the last few years. It's always kind of been like well, maybe last season, but there's always been like a clear winner. Um, but I think it shows that like the likes of Atlone and stuff they're coming in um, it's kind of making the league a little bit tougher it's not just the one team or the two teams that's just going and winning it which is, is nice I think it makes a bit more competition Have you noticed the, the quality level of the of the Women's National League going up in, in recent years there's definitely a, an increased interest level there for sure yeah. amongst fans and TV and TG Carr showing games as well so has that been replicated on the pitch like do you feel like it's there's more of a competitive element to it Yeah 100% I think even like fans wise there's a lot more fans coming like it's not just obviously the young girls like now our, like our team like the men's like fans are coming which is unbelievable mm-hmm. I think like to be fair it's only like our club that's doing that but like we're coming out against Wexford and there's like loads of like men's fans screaming your name and stuff like that like singing for shells and it's just like it's unbelievable it's really nice to see though I think both have had a bit of that as well I, I think that's one of the great things like Go United have now taken over the women's team as well and I think that you, you do become part of this wider family like and you will get a lot more people at the games yeah I think yeah I think that's a big thing like for Shells like I think mate, I'm not sure about Bowes but like I think Shells started off like the men's come to the game like there's two bus loads coming down to our game mm-hmm. which is great to see like it gets you buzzing for um, but yeah I think it's really good like that's a community feel thing because like Damien Duff's team club course and there's a lot of interest around Damien Duff and the men's yeah. team as well because of who he is but that that's clearly been transferred over to your team as well but when you're getting yeah. that I mean what a thousand people down at Ferry Carrick Park yeah. um, it, it shows that there's that community feel around the club maybe in Shelburne that the two teams are almost as one yeah I think like we had a, few, a meeting like a few years ago and we were saying that we'd like to make it just a one club because we were called Shelburne Ladies um, and then like they said we'd like it to make it one club so I think that it did bring that like bit of a community around it um, but yeah it's good that like we have that it's nice to see like what, what's it like to have people, someone like Heather O'Reilly in, in, involved as well I mean when you've got a World Cup winner 
in the team as well. Like we had Joy Malone in with us there last week talking about the impact she's had in training sessions and yeah. influence. That must be quite special to play alongside. Yeah, like it's that. a bit mad. Like she just fits in, like as if she's just one of us. Um, it's mad though. Like you wouldn't think like she won a World Cup. Like you'd be chatting to her about her and stuff like that. She's just so humble. Like you'd speak to her and you wouldn't have a clue. Like, um, but it's good. Like she's quite sharp. Like it's nice to learn things from her. You've been involved in all three of Shelburne's Tech like 2016 as well, were you involved? Yeah, yeah. So what, what's, your, what's your own background? Like, was, was it home farm you started out playing yeah, as a youngster? Yeah, I started out playing my home farm. I was with the men's team. Um, I was with Talk Rovers Horse there from Finglas. Um, I was with them, then I moved to home farm. Um, and then I was with the men's teams, but PMEL put a protest in against me, so I had to join the women's team. Um, <laughs> you good, basically, they put a protest in. Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Why were they protesting then? Because you were like... What is this? Why were they protesting? Because um, I was with the men's team on the home farm, uh, uh, the boys' team, and then I was playing with the Shells girls, so they didn't allow that. Can't you both? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to join Shells girls. I joined them, I think, when I was nine or ten, so I've been around with Shells, I'd say, for like 12 or 13 years, I think. And you've been around football your entire life as well. Your dad and yeah. your brother are both heavily involved in football. Yeah, my dad, he was with uh, Pats and Usher and stuff like that. And then my brother, he was with Shamrock Rovers. Um, so I think they got me into it when I was about four because my dad was coaching and then I was training with my brother Kane's team, um, like on the red and stuff like that. So I was quite involved when I was younger. Did you fall in love straight away, do you remember? Or? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. Well, I didn't really have a choice, but yeah. <laughs> even at that, like, I absolutely loved it, yeah. Did playing with the boys help you, or was it like... 100%, yeah. yeah. I think um, even, like, i done um, the football first course when I was a little bit older, but just training with the lads, it's just a different level. You go in, we're training every day in FOSS, and then we come back into my own training. You just feel a lot sharper, because they're obviously quicker and fitter, um, so you get used to that kind of tempo, and then you come back... And it's a little bit, you feel a bit more like kind of energetic or mm. sharper in a way. It does help though. Who would have been your, your football heroes growing up? Like, you, I don't know if you, you'd remember the Shelburne Champions League run and Owen Heary and all them lads, but maybe too young. But I mean, you must have had people you looked up to as, as a kid who were like, okay, that, that's the reason I want to be a footballer. Yeah, in a way, like on the women's team, um, I think I love watching Denise. I think she's unbelievable. Um, I think she's very underrated. She's just such a good player. She does a lot. Um, maybe kind of abroad, men's. I love watching Zindian Zanan. Right. I think he's a great player. I love. I just always watch clips of him. He's very, very good in the likes of Iniesta and stuff like that. Good, good um, judge here. Yeah. Well, you're born to be a centre midfielder, obviously, then, if you're looking <laughs> at Zidane and Denise. Yeah, the, maybe. <laughs> what... Um, what did you make of the? What have you made of the like the Vera Power? What she's done with this women's team? It's like you talk about the men's supporters in Shelburne taking an interest in the Shells women's team, but the, the the women's national team now have just taken on this whole new level of of interest. Everyone is on board the bandwagon now ahead of the World Cup. Yeah, a lot of that down to Vera Power. But I mean, it's just it's great to see what 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 has happened with Irish women's football since mm-hmm. you even think back to Liberty Hall and the strikes and trying to get the most basic of, of equality with the men's team but yeah. now when you look at it it's just five years on taking on a different yeah. dimension yeah I think it's unbelievable I think it's a long long time coming um, obviously a lot of the girls have put in a lot of work um, but I think it's a long time coming that they deserve it they do obviously put a lot of work into it I think it has helped a lot of the girls going abroad to England and stuff like that obviously raised the standard but I think yeah it's unbelievable what they've done and what they've achieved and hopefully they go on and do a lot of great things you know uh, I guess that brings us to the, the next question how do you stop the drain of talent or how do you at least like you hear you see you 
mentioned Joy Malone and mm. Noel King's comments after the game the weekend. How do we? I I mean I I think there's a lot of like you know the the ladies going over to play like Australian football. I think there's definitely comparison. I think there's a League of Ireland men's comparison going down the years as well. Mm. There's no easy answer. Is there? How how do how do we get this right? Um. I think like I think it is I think a lot of it is down to the club. Um there's a lot of things you can do but I think in a way like it's it's gotten a lot better already. I think it's just clubs coming in, there's more interest in it. I think like with T G Carter, like it's it's I think that's helped a lot. I don't think they've realised how helped like really, how, yeah. I think that's brought a lot of support. Um you'd never really get like a thousand fans yeah. down at the Ferry Carrick. Um and then obviously like like thousands watching on the telly I think that has helped a lot and um, I think little things like that does help because obviously you want to be playing well on telly so mm-hmm. that does bring up the standard mm-hmm. um, at the same time but I think it it does start off at little things like little basics maybe the telly stuff like that um, obviously maybe fundings like Shells have brought in fundings for us which is a really good thing and um, I think that might help players want to go on or you're getting paid stuff like that and hopefully it just progresses over the years it's going to take a bit of time obviously because um, we start from scratch but I think it is improving hopefully we'll get there Does the funding help? Um, in a way yeah it, it does it's nice like it's better like it's kind of it's better than not getting it mm. um, it does help in a way obviously um, obviously it's not massive but it does help in a way like it's kind of something I think a lot of the girls like we train three nights a week and then obviously on the Saturday like a lot of the girls work um, all of us work so I think it is like you do put a lot of time and effort into it so I think it does like help when you get that little bit of added or extra For Connie as well Alex like, there, there are people like there are lads who are playing in the first division of the season in the League of Ireland going for promotion who are essentially on 50 quid a week Yeah. so this is not like it's 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 not there's no easy answer to this like across yeah. the spectrum because you can't just magically invent money either you know so it's yeah. it's not straightforward I, I, I may be wrong here but I don't know what the answer is well, Noel King, even I think he's in the papers today talking about the fact that you know he's even tried to sign players before, maybe professional or semi-professional players for for yourselves, and yeah. not allowed to because it's a amateur ranks. Yeah. Do, does there need to be now a push? Do you think towards making a professional? Obviously done right, as Johnny says, you don't want to be throwing token money to, to players just to say it's professional, they're yeah. paid. But it probably needs to be done in the right way. Yeah, I think even like with that, like obviously there's a lot of complaints about robbing players and stuff like that. I think. That's football at the end of the day. Like there's play, uh, there's clubs that have robbed players on us. We're going to rob players on them. Obviously, professionally, if you can. Um, but I do think if you could make a professional, obviously you do need a lot of things added to it, um, standard wise and stuff like that. But I think it would be a really good move if we could do that. Presumably, you guys wouldn't be out of pocket. Like there's not an occasion where you're having to pay up to go to matches or diesel. Or yeah. like, I assume you get helped out to to a degree. Um, wish shells, yeah, we would now. Um, obviously, like years ago, to, like you, you get nothing yeah. realistically. Like, um, like obviously when I was younger, like my dad be dropping me to the games and stuff <laughs> like that. Like we'd be travelling to Galway or Wexford or something. You don't get that funding, um, and a lot of clubs still don't, um, which is harsh. We're quite lucky with shells; they have brought us in and they have given us funding. But I think a lot of the girls in the league they do put a lot of time and effort into it, and it does cost. Like you're going to be travelling to games, like sometimes you mightn't get a bus or whatever like sometimes we couldn't get a bus and you'd have to like have your own fund and stuff like that but I think with a lot of clubs maybe they don't have that which is quite unfair um, but I think with Shells we're quite lucky we have gotten that so quite happy with that but That TG Cara thing you mentioned the, the, that aspect is so important as well and I think it's it's similar with, with Vera Powell's team like Sky have done a lot in terms of sponsorship mm-hmm. and 
even now just seeing like players on billboards and on side of buses yeah. like it's something you just never would have seen uh, yeah. with the women's team over the years but now clearly that even the marketing and PR push behind it is yeah. dramatically increased yeah I think that's that. like I said like it's a really big thing that they've promoted us um, like we went down we done a photo shoot and so I go I think it was and just little things like that on the telly like no one will know if it's not shown kind of in a way because mm. um, obviously women's football it's not as big um but you're never going to know if it's not on. Like, I'm, I'm going to work, I work in a gym. And, like, to be like, oh, you're playing this weekend. You'd never really know. When I was chatting to one of the girls, Jess, like, she works in a bank. And she was saying, like, people be coming in, oh, you're, you're playing this weekend. You wouldn't get that uh, years yeah. ago. But it's yeah. kind of nice to see, like, because you work so hard for it. It's nice as a little reward, maybe, in a way. In, in terms of coaching, like, how good is it at the the kids' level? Like, it, because, I mean, it, I would argue, like, even Irish... Irish men's football has been miles behind in terms of young players getting their touch right at a young level so are the girls getting the opportunities that you would say what you start off at four yeah. the, the Alex Kavanagh of today who's four years of age what is her what is her choice now or what, when can she start when can she get proper training yeah um, I think yeah I think the coaching side of it is is quite big like I think once you, if you get a good coach from being young I think that would be a massive part of it um, I think Playing with the boys, I think that helped me massively. Um, would you encourage or discourage that going forward? Like, for would it be good for the boys and the girls if they played together at a very young age, or would it be? Do we need to, you know, segregate? I think I would encourage. I think I, I think it'd be a great thing. Um, obviously, like I, I would recommend. Obviously, if there was a girls and a boys team, but sometimes at young age, a lot of girls won't play football or etc. Mm-hmm. Like, but I think. I definitely recommend going into the boys side of things. I think that like completely brings up your level and makes you a better player. I definitely would recommend it if it was possible. But then so like I wanted to continue with the boys, but obviously I wasn't allowed because there was a protest. Um, <laughs> but I I definitely would recommend that. Yeah. But I think now it's becoming a big thing. So I think it would be great if we had our own girls side that would bring up that level and have good coaches. Um, but I think that would benefit, yeah. Do we need under eight to say to under eight level? Which is, do, do you need to segregate at that level? I don't know if you do. You're developing yeah. skills here, like you're developing respect as well. Yeah. And you're developing where down the line, maybe there'll be as many young girls playing as there will be boys. Who knows? And I don't know. I you need the coaches. Yeah, I think it comes down to like I said, like even promoting, like maybe young girls are seeing that and telling like mm. oh, I want to get into it. And I think the more that do it the more the level's going to raise like the better you want to be kind of in a way but I do think you're right like I think maybe the more it's shown the better it will be I, I love the story of my um, we were my, my niece and nephew were like they're in the back of the car after the Scotland game and uh, my brother said to my niece oh you must have loved the, the women beating Scotland and she was like oh no my brother was way more into it <laughs> yeah. he was loving it like you know and he's yeah. mad into football yeah. she's kind of just kind of hovering but like it didn't matter to him that was the Irish women seemed like just football yeah. now yeah. For, for everyone and it was very good like it was like yeah. that goal is iconic like unbelievable yeah. uh, Alex you've been great with your time listen I know you scored a lovely header at the weekend as well yeah. Abby Larkin was it to cross the ball in for you yeah Larko whipped it in I think I don't think I've ever had the ball in my life so I don't know what I was doing um, first time for everything yeah yeah, but it just came in. I, I don't know what I done to be honest. I think I just hit and happily went in. Fair play. Well, listen, you're obviously uh, important that they stay as well. Like they don't. Yeah. Like the Larko on that. Like. Yeah, I think like obviously Larko. She's in with the seniors. Um, she's still quite young. Like Larko's unbelievable. Yeah. It's really nice to see like young girls going in. Um, 
but yeah no, it was a great ball so thankfully it went in the end more of the same this weekend no doubt yeah. uh, listen thanks for <laughs> coming in Alex best of luck thanks this Sunday much. as well in the cup Perfect. final thanks thanks thanks. Thank uh, OTB AM with Gillette in association with Movember effortless shave magnificent mode.